What's up, guys? This is Corey hitting you up with the Real Sports Talk Show. Joined, as always, with my man, Alex. And you already know I'm back. Uh, it's been a minute, but we came to give y'all what y'all been looking for, give y'all, you know, the good content that we do give y'all. That's right, that's right. And you know we got to start talking football first because somebody squad, the real Philadelphia Eagles, is in the Super Bowl. Speak on it, Alex. Honestly, I'm surprised I didn't see that coming, but I also going into that game. Well, I, I say this to start off the year. I didn't think that they were going to get there um, to start off the playoffs. I didn't think that they were going to get there. But when they did match up against Minnesota, I kind of saw it coming. I personally just didn't think Minnesota was going to be able to get over that hike of the Eagles. The defense looks good. The offense is Still maintaining, uh, even with Wentz out, which is good. But I don't think Case Keenum is that guy, so I'm not. I'm not truly surprised on that. Whatever, whatever, y'all did. Y'all, y'all were trying to deny my squad. Y'all put us as underdogs every playoff game. First time in history that a number one seed was an underdog to like a six seed. We went through Atlanta, held them to 10 points. Julio Quintaris Jones couldn't get through our guys. And then we took Minnesota. All we heard all week was Minnesota's D is legendary. Minnesota can stop anybody. Nick Foles is not the quarterback that Case Keenan is. Um, they got better wide receivers. It's just an automatic win for Minnesota, and it'll be great to see a home Super Bowl for the first time in the NFL, blah, 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 blah. And my squad got out there, gave them seven early, and then shut them, shut them down, shut them down. And, and we took them to the back shed and beat the snot out of them. Yeah, but you do understand that with you guys having... Carson Wentz, who was an MVP candidate, more than likely, yeah, yeah. Um, being out. That's the reason why you all were underdogs. I don't think that the thought process was that you guys couldn't beat anybody. I just think that your best player, probably, I would say, yeah, uh, was out. And so you were matching up against the team that just went to the Super Bowl last year, had a lead on the Patriots. So I think that, that week, uh, that's why you were underdogs. Now, Minnesota... Coming off of the season that they had and that defense, yeah, I, I, I mean, with Nick Foles being that quarterback, I think that it was rightful, in a sense, for you all to be the underdogs, quote unquote. But I still think that you all, you know, if there's, there's no doubt and there's no denying that you all had the number one seed for a reason. So that, that's, that's what I think. I, I just think that due to circumstances, you guys were underdogs, not actually because. People didn't think you guys could do it. Well, see, here's where I differ because I and I love Carson Wentz. Let me go on the record by saying that first. But anybody and, and I love Kian Fahey from ESPN because he breaks stuff down. And one thing that he kept mentioning about Carson Wentz is that the Eagles simplified that offense so much that Carson Wentz could excel, which is great. That's what you're supposed to do with a young quarterback. But also, Carson Wentz was not strong with his deep ball. So a lot of what you saw were the great plays that were being made were not made by Carson Wentz being a great, doing great 
stereotypic quarterback things. It was the play will break down. Carson Wentz will make a play. So then you take him out and you insert Nick Foles. So let me start by saying I think this Eagles team was a nine win Eagles team with or without Carson Wentz because our defense is our front four is so good that even though our secondary is not that good as good because you have eight guys rotating in and always fresh that front four pressure allows us to do stuff that other teams can't do you don't have the five seven seconds to uh, make a play you have two or three and so I, I think that the fact that people saw the Eagles as Carson Wentz and Carson Wentz alone, I think that was where the mistake was made because the Eagles were a legitimate team. We have a really good running game. We had a really good um, quarterback. I mean, um, we had a great quarterback play, but our defense led the way. Yeah. Now, Back to the Carson Wentz thing, I think that Carson Wentz is a difference of about eight to nine games. So, and that's that's just me personally. From what I saw from him last year, there was a lot of there was a lot of Dak Prescott hype. Um, I wasn't behind that. I, I didn't think that Dak was that guy. I still don't think he's that guy. I think he's still pretty solid. I think he'll be, you know, a pretty solid quarterback. He'll be the quarterback for that organization for some time. But I, when I watched Wentz, I saw a transcendent player. And I think that he's the difference of about eight to nine games. And so going into the season, if you told me that Carson Wentz would have been out, I would have said Philadelphia might win five to six games. See, I, see all right, so here's why I don't think that. If you look at our division— Right. Okay. Because remember, you got six so, games. Uh, yeah. okay. Six games in a division. Okay. So that you is take a look at the Giants. The Giants were awful. They were. And granted, with Wentz, we almost lost that first Giants game. What's, what week was that? Do you remember? That was week three. Was that before no, Odell's six. injury? That was we six. No, yeah, that was, that was uh, after. they had Odell. They had Odell. They had Odell. Okay. Yeah. So we almost lost that game without that sixty-one yard field goal. Then you look at um, the second Giants game. It, we almost lost that too. Okay. So Wentz wasn't so. But the thing is, our defense is what stopped them there. Okay. Um, if you look at um, um, the Cowboys, we split with the Cowboys. Now I think the Cowboys would have been better if obviously you don't have the Zeke issue and that kind of hovering over their whole season. Yeah. And then you look at the Washington football team, and we swept them. But we dominated them. Like, our defense led the way. Same thing with the Panthers game. Our defense, like, everybody talks about how we beat the Panthers only by five points. But if you watch that game, outside of Cam, none of their running backs had positive yards. Yeah. So our defense dominated. It was poor execution on our offense as to why that game was so close. Now, I'll say this, but maybe there's poor execution. But there's one thing that you can't take away from a a good quarterback is being a game manager because sometimes you have where a quarterback he's not making many plays but he's taking care of the ball and that's that's one thing that Carson Wentz does that I think changes how many games you can win in a season is because he's able to take care of the ball and make smart plays he may not 
make the, the big play, but he'll make the smartest. But let me ask you this. Nick Foles has not turned the ball over as a starting quarterback with the Eagles. Yeah. I think that's— So, so is it the system? Because Nick Foles, when he had his best season, was 27-2. So he's not one that's going to now he now he's went completely downhill in every other system that he's been in. Yeah. But when he's played with the Eagles and when the offense has been designed to his strengths, which that's what Doug Peterson said when they were using that bye week to go ahead and formulate the offense to his strength. He said he watched every snap that he made in that 27-2 season and he designed the offense around what um, what he could do, you know, you, so I think that part of that is, is that you have a coach that's actually flexible to saying, you know, it's not my system. Let me go ahead and work to this guy's strength where other coaches that he's had, like the guy down, um, oh, eight and eight, um, what's his name in St. Louis, uh, I can't even think his name. He's, uh, not, he's not worth mentioning, but, um, you know, his philosophy was actually he didn't care about offense and what he did care about. He actually it was my system or, or not go. So you have two guys who played in the championship game in the NFC who were both on that staff last year. Yeah. yeah. So it was clearly I mean, and the team that he coached over was what, 79? Yeah, Jeff Fisher, 79 last year. This year they were what, 12 and four? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, but here's what I'll say. I mean, for Nick Foles, I mean, he, he he's definitely come a long way. He's gone through some things. But there's one thing to say as well about him is that if Carson Wentz doesn't get hurt, no one's talking about Nick Foles. That's true. That's true. I'll give you that. Um, I'll definitely give you that. But you know what? Let's go ahead and we beat the Super Bowl into the ground. We all know the Eagles going to win. Um <laughs> We know the goats in the game. Um, Tom Brady. I think that's. A, I mean, look. I think that. I think this is going to be a huge stage for the Patriots. Um, I think that a win kind of just. I think it solidifies everything that they've done up to now. Yeah. Um, I yeah. don't think that. I still don't believe that after this year it could be time for Brady to go. No. Nah, I, I don't. I don't think that Belichick, as long as Brady is there, is going anywhere either. Um, however, I do think with a loss, um, it may blow, be might blow it up. Yeah, it, it may be not necessarily time to blow it up because I still think they could go for it again. But right now, you're seeing a lot of young teams. You're seeing a lot of teams that just need minor changes. That that Patriots team just doesn't look as I, I don't. You know, there was a few that years there. Suspect. They, yeah, and there's de their defense has been suspect the past what two, three years. That's true. It just hasn't been exploited in a Super Bowl just yet, except for Atlanta. Um, they did a little bit, but you know, once they're they're always good at adjustments. Once the Patriots go into halftime, they know how to make those adjustments. I mean, it, it, it's nothing new. But I think that it may be time to start. You know, you know who? who at what point are they going to say? You know what? We need to make some changes. That's true. Um, That's true. You know, there's going to be some different things, and I think that with the loss, like I said, um, I think, I think it might be a time where you're now questioning, depending on how you know how the game goes. And let me ask you this: How many more years can you 
go through a season with the Bandage crew as your as your specialty yeah. players. I yeah. mean, every year we deal with Amendola's hurt, Edelman's hurt, Gronk, Gronk hurt. Yeah. I mean, and you're relying on a 40-year-old quarterback. Granted, the greatest I've ever seen. You're you're dealing with a 40-year-old quarterback who's trying to make it happen. I, I, I just think that... See, now I'll tell you this. This is the problem. This is the problem. They have a situation that a lot of people deal with in different aspects. Um, ha- there's been a time in everyone's life where you've either had a car, you've had a computer, you've had something that is not probably the best thing for you. However, you are so used to it. The compatibility for you is amazing. You have some sort of attachment to whatever it is. It is so hard to part ways with it. It is so hard to part ways with something that you have a connection with, something That's that true. is, is beneficial to you. And what you get, Gronk, Amendola, Edelman, Best tight end they, I've ever seen. they are, I think, the biggest pieces to Brady at this point in his career. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he's not, I mean, as much as people want to try to say he's doing it by himself, he's not. He's not. Those guys are the guys that he can count on and make the play. If, I mean, literally, Tom could bet his entire salary on those three players and he would come out with a Super Bowl. Well, let me just, uh, let me go another way. Let me be honest with you. And this is maybe a hot take. I don't care. Is it safe to say that Tom Brady gets the accolades that he gets now because of his age? Because I look at what Tom Brady's doing. What do you mean? What do you mean? So if take away Tom Brady's age. Okay. Let's just look at his stat line and what he does. Okay. And you look at it and you be like, okay, he's having a Phillip Rivers season. He's having a, a Matthew Stafford season. But then you throw in the fact that he's 40. And you put the fact that he's done it for so many years in the past, and now it's like, oh my gosh, Tom Brady! Yeah, but, but he's so great. And it's just you, like there's two yeah. things, there's two sides to that, and there's two things I think with that. A, those other guys are not transcendent. No, I'm not talking, and, talking about and, like we're giving just, them calculates solely because of he's 40. Like you think about it, he's going to win MVP. Not because he was the most valuable player but I or think even he was the best still. player. But I no, still think he was. No, he won it because other better players got hurt. Carson Wentz, if he yeah, finishes well, the season, wins oh yeah, MVP. Yeah, definitely. Um, Todd Gurley, if it wasn't such a quarterback-centric um, quarterback centric award, That's true. he'd win MVP. That's There's true. so many players that you'd be like, oh, you could even say um, um, Dominique Foxworthy says it all the time. If you even quantify what Calais Campbell does and yeah. on the Jags, you go. Put him as MVP. And that's, and that's true. But now to, to touch on the age part, there's no difference between what they're doing for him right now versus what they're going to do for LeBron in the next five years. Oh, yeah. There's it's going to be the be same as I think. Level. It's just going to be, oh, LeBron has played so long and he's been able to maintain these numbers. How he keep doing it? Yeah, how is he going to keep doing it? And so it's the same situation, but that's GOAT status. Yeah, well, it definitely is. But I'm just saying, like, some of the over-the-top praise, I think, comes because he's but 40. I don't, I don't, but who else is 40 that can do that? Well, I don't think that happened. We're going, ne- into un, we're going into territory. We never, it's like, the only guy that we can say has been a Terry. Like that's we look at him and he's a kicker. But and, and that's the thing. And so you got a quarterback who's still producing at a high level. I think that that's something that's completely. I mean, normally you get to that thirty something age and teams are done with you. Oh yeah. You can't. You can't be. Well, 
I take that back. You can be a backup. Hasselbeck did it for a while. <laughs> he, did, he did it for a while. But I mean, cashing them checks. Yeah, but you can't. I mean, doing what Tom Brady is doing at forty. Yeah, I think amazing. that it's amazing. I, I I don't think that you can take anything away from that because I, of the fact I, I that don't. He is I just I look at some of the stuff and I look at his stat line and I'm like. He's had this season 10 other times, and we have not been yeah. on top of it like this. But he's had it 10 other times, but those other 10 times, he wasn't 40. Yo, y'all are letting the old <laughs> man beat you. Come on. It's like it's like you're at the park, and Uncle Drew shows up. That's true. I, but, I'll give you but that. But underneath everything, he's just Uncle Drew. He's not Kyrie Irving. Well, I need to get some of that special water he's been drinking. Because <laughs> I'm 30-something, and I feel over 40. That's scotch, man. <laughs> <laughs> all righty, so... All right, we I think we got the Super Bowl. Let's get your picks real quick and why. Uh, which you I, you know where I'm going, so let me I get your pick going. and why. Uh, I'm going New England thirty to seventeen. Thirty to seventeen. I'm okay. going New England thirty to seventeen. Uh, now it doesn't bother you that New England has never blown that the biggest uh, margin of victory for New England in any of the Super Bowls was last year at six points. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I, I'm not going New England based off of Tom Brady's going to go out there and throw you know four and they're going to get a safety. That's not what I'm going. I'm going after you got Tom Brady versus Nick Foles. It's not. This is a big well, it's I, it, and it's not, and it's not because the Eagles have a lot more. Well, here's and, what I but said. but no, hold on. Here, here's the thing, right? You got this quarterback who's never supposed to be there in the first place. I mean, this is going to be big if Foles wins it. it it's going to be big. It's going to be. This would be like. What's that? Jeff Hostetler. No, it's no. going to be. What's the bull from the Ravens? Um. Uh, the the bum that won for the Ravens the first time. There have been bad quarterbacks that have won. Yeah, I mean Peyton Manning did it. Yeah, but and the thing is, you think about it, Nick Foles is a um, is a, is a former Pro Bowler. Yeah, yeah. So, I, and, yeah, no doubt, no doubt about that. But I just think I'm telling you, uh, this is this is bigger than Eagles versus New England. To me personally, I think that this is just going to be. It's gonna. This is gonna be Nick Foles' worst game of the, of the season, and I mean in the Super Bowl, that's okay. So he's not supposed to be there in, to begin with. Let me give you my hot takery or whatever. Obviously, I'm going for the Eagles. I would say the Eagles win twenty four to twenty to thirteen. I mean to um, thirteen. Oh, so here's what I think. Okay. So here's what I'm going. I think is going to happen. I think it's going to be a very Giants-esque Super Bowl where you have this dominant offense marching to town and not have played a great defense. Yeah, but is New England's offense dominant? But I don't on, see that, man. Hold on. Here you go. And they that, just that, play that's harder that's than everybody put, else. Here's the thing. So you have this great off. I mean, you have this offense. Our def, If you had to put in play paper and say who's better, Eagles defense or Patriots offense? Eagles defense fourth in the league. One against the run. Yeah. Patriots offense, not so much, especially if you take away Edelman and a woozy grunk. Like, so you have that. And then you say on the other side of the ball, who's better? Eagles offense with Nick Foles or Patriots defense? Patriots defense, even though it got better, still was like 20-something in the league. Look, here, look, this is all I got to say, man. The and who pit. was better, the 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 defense that um, Nick Foles cut up last week, or the Patriots defense? Look, look, this is all I'm saying. Yeah, but on the other side of the ball, you don't got Brady there. But that, that's neither here nor there. Here's my thing. The biggest part of this game 
It's gonna be halftime. <laughs> it's gonna be halftime. Whoever makes the it's best halftime adjustments is gonna be the but one that's gonna win. Peterson has shown he's willing to change up everything he does in the second half, including taking Nick Foles out, right? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's. All right. All right. So yeah, I think I think it's gonna be a great game. You're gonna be here watching it. We're gonna be hot taking it up. We're gonna do it. Um. So let's go ahead and talk about these all this all-star game. Okay. So I don't want to spend too much time on transition it. Transition to the NBA. Transition okay. to the NBA. I got the lineup in front of me. I got so I'll give you the um lineup real quick. So on the east side, we got LeBron James, obviously a captain. He picked up Demarcus Cousins, Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant. Kyrie Irving, LaMarcus Aldridge, Bradley Bill, Kevin Love, Victor Oladipo, Christoph Przingis, Russell Westbrook, John Wall. Now, Steph's side, he got, obviously, Steph Curry, Giannis Antetokounmpo, um, <laughs> DeMar DeRozan, Joel Embiid, The Process, James Harden, Jimmy Butler, Draymond Green, Al Horford, Damian Lillard, Kyle Lowry, Klay Thompson, Carl Anthony Towns. So, on the surface, who do you think got the best all-star team? I mean, it's the all-star game. And I think if you look at it and you say who got the best all-stars, it's definitely Team LeBron. He has the biggest name or the bigger names um, on his team than Curry does, but... Curry's team is not one that you really want to sleep on. I like, even looking at it, the defensive edge that Curry has on his team. Defense in the All-Star game? Come on, man. This is different, though. This is going to be different. And, and, and here, no it's, not no it's not conference-based no more. <laughs> you no got some guys no look. defense. Look, I'm telling you, this is not going to be the same All-Star game. It's I understand not. that, but ain't nobody playing this no defense. Gonna, yeah, but this is going to be more competitive. Let somebody fall on somebody's ankle and see like $30 million. <laughs> oh, come on. You know that's not going to happen. You know, that's <laughs> you know that's not going to happen. But I, I think that, you know, going both. I just think Steph has some of the better both way players, if that makes so, any let's sense. See. Let's I'm see. looking at guys. Look. Jimmy Butler, two way player. Two way. Draymond, two way. Um, Clay, two way. Joel Embiid, two way. Carl Anthony, I Clay think Thompson, he can Joel be a two way. Carl Anthony, no, he does not play defense. He doesn't play a lot. He, he's played seen defense him twice. When he, yeah, yeah. When, <laughs> when he wants to, he'll play. Yeah, but so he's mean, not a two way yet. Giannis, Damian Lillard, I don't know because I don't watch enough of their games. Yeah. Giannis, I don't know because yeah, Giannis is is yeah. he defense? Oh yeah. Okay, he, so he, he got he's a lock up. So then you have LeBron stopped playing defense four years ago. Yeah, Anthony Davis, the. And Demarcus yeah. Cousins both two way. Kevin yeah. Durant is balling out on defense. Yeah, Ke yeah, he might actually be in consideration for Defensive Player of the Year. Could be. Um, Kyrie, no. no. Marcus Aldridge, no. no. Bradley Bill, no. no. Caleb, no. no. Oladipo, no. yes. Oladipo, I'm not actually having no, a great outside of play. steals. I don't. He Russell he, Westbrook, yes. Yeah, I just think. Yes. I, look, listen here, man. John Wall, I, yes. He's no, got two-way players. No, 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 no. I think I think we got a different definition. People talk about Russell Westbrook on a defensive end, and I don't know why. Outside of steals, man. But see, I guess when it comes to point guards or guards in general, 
that's what we consider two-way. You got to think. I think. But you're, why? Because, when the point guard position is the one that's giving up the most points nightly. Well, that's now it is. Now it is. But you think about it. We've always, our legacy thoughts of two-way have been the forward position because yeah. you had your forwards sticking yeah, the guards three. and your yeah. bigger men. You had your but Bruce now you Bowens, your Ron Artest. Yeah, yeah. You don't have yeah. that anymore because the guards are running the league. Although, my favorite position is still the small forward. Yeah. And I think that LeBron... At any point, could be defense player of the year. He's just not doing it. He's not about that. He's made a business I don't, decision. I, I don't. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't. He, he doesn't want that. Dude. And that's not what he. He. <laughs> dude, he spends he's, too much time on offensive end now. Dude, dude, you don't want that. Unless defense is going to be on uninterrupted, he ain't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Unless it's negotiated into uninterrupted, he ain't doing he's it. Not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I, I think it's going to be a better game. Yeah. But I. I just think that. You think that? Do you think it's going? But up here's to, another thing. Here's one thing I will say about LeBron's team: it's all guys that can find their own shot. Yeah. Um, Clay is not a find your own shot guy. No. Carl Anthony Towns, no. Kyle Lowry is not a great. He he's actually pretty good, but he's a defensive liability. Damian Lillard can. Al Horford can't. Draymond Green can't. Jimmy Butler can. James Harden can. Joel Embiid can. Demar Derozan can. And Giannis can. And Steph can. LeBron has a team of get your own shot. But I think that's going to be the only downfall, man. Nah, nah, nah. It's all-star game. Everybody bowling out. All right, so with all-star game coming up, and this is the last segment, with all-star game coming up, that means we now transition to the last, what, 30 games of the season. Mm -hmm. So looking at the standings right now, and I just – because we kind of already know who's in, who's out. Let's look at who's not in the West. West, I'm not worried about the West because none of these, they're not even going to be compelling because they're so far off. Like, do I care whether the Nuggets or the Clippers get smashed by the uh, Warriors? No. I mean, they're all going to get smashed by the Lakers pretty much. That's what that is. So let's go to the east of who's out and has the potential of getting in. So right now, we'll go your five through, we'll do five through eight. I'll go Bulls too. Five through, um, you know, five through 12. So you have Indianapolis Pacers, 26-22, Wizards, 26-22, Sixers, 23-21, Bucks, 24-22, Detroit, 22-24, Knicks, 21-28, and 28, Charlotte, 19-27, and 27, and the Bulls, 18-30. Mm-hmm. So out of the Pistons, Knicks, Hornets, and Bulls. Do you see any of those teams making a legitimate run to the playoffs? The Pistons. Pistons. Now, all right, so you say the Pistons. Who are you taking out? Because right now the Pistons are two games back from the eight from the Bucks um, and the Sixers. They're two games back from the Bucks and the Sixers. And, yeah. Honestly, man, would it be in the East? I wouldn't be surprised to see the number four Miami Heat falling out. I can't. All right, so here's where I'm going to contest you on that. So the Miami Heat last they had a strong second. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, they last they year great. They the Miami great. Heat started the season eleven and thirty. Yep. Finished the season on a thirty and eleven run. Yep. They have started this season. Started this season at 27-21. So that means over their last um, little bit over a season, they are 
and 30, 32. Yep. Yep. And you yep. think they're going to fall off? I think they will. I don't I see think it, man. I, I, here's the thing. Here's the Spo thing. Spo is such a great coach, and I think that team more Spo than any good. other team needs a great coach. Spo, Spo is good. Spo but they, is great. They don't have the personnel on the floor that I think keeps them at a number four seed. And you look at those teams, Indiana. I think Indiana can trump Miami. I think they're coming back to Earth. Indi- no, 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 no. Indiana can trump trump Miami. So Washington here. can trump Miami. So Philly to me at. can trump Miami if they now now the Philly has a, a interesting situation because they have these young guys and Marco and let's be honest Marco Fultz probably won't play this season if he plays in an NBA won't game ever this. oh no he, he if he plays ever I will be like no he's gonna tuned be in he's gonna be fine it's I, mental. man come on it's I, mental it's mental it's like when um, baseball players used to, I mean when golfers get the shoot yips, though right yeah it's mental but you, you, can you see, seen it right yeah. You know what it looks like, right? Yeah. It's mental. You know how when you got a guy who's like, oh, I'm going to shoot my left hand. All right, man. <laughs> so let me, all right, so here's what but I no, will say. Here's but, what I'm saying. So I'm looking at Milwaukee with them here, just Here's where I Jason will give Kidd. you something about Miami. Miami's not standing at number here's four. Here's where I'll say this about Miami. They do have a negative point differential, so that's important. Right now on the East. But Detroit has a positive. That's what I'm saying. On the East, if you look at it, the third best point differential is the Sixers, and they're in seventh. Um, Cavs are evened up. Um, so I can see the Sixers making a run up. I can see Miami coming down a little bit. I can see Indiana coming down. I don't think Milwaukee keeps it together. You got to think. They got, they Giannis got, is, yo, Giannis, Giannis is mad. Is, yeah, 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 he is. But you got to understand, right? They just fired Jason Kidd. They started off the season hot. They yeah. just fired Jason Kidd. Giannis has been hurt for the past couple of games. Uh, you still haven't had Jabari Parker back yet. Nah, now he's been in, he's been he's happen. been running a little bit. Dude, he's a Chicago cat that gets hurt. Autumn Chicago yeah, cats yeah, get hurt. Get true. them completely out of here. But I just think that with what they got right now, you got to remember they got Eric Bledsoe. It was still a little early in the season, but that doesn't. You still meshing with him? Uh, that's I what I'm saying. Bledsoe's, Bledsoe's a dog. He's a dog. Dude, he has so to I change his game though. He does. I just don't think Miami has a person. I look at all these other teams. I don't. So, I don't see how Miami without Deion Waiters. I say Indiana for the rest of the I, season. I say either. I, if I honestly, I'll be real with you. I don't see any of these teams getting into the playoffs. Detroit's the only one, man. I mean, the Knicks have fallen off so much. Yeah, they've had a lot of injuries. Yeah, That's and all. also Kristoff is just tired all the time. Yeah, he, I, but I mean, come on, you're playing without anybody else on your team. Well, you want it. I mean, not that you wanted it, but I'm just saying, like that. That look, dude, you got to take a step, man. You got to take a step. Look, you can't just sit there listen, and be crying all the time. It's not. It's not that, man. Phil Jackson, he he messed that all up. They should have got rid of Phil before the draft. They drafted Frank. I think he's playing pretty good. He's playing pretty good. Frank doesn't even start. They're starting Jared Jack. I understand. That's that's come on, come on, man. I mean, like, think about all the other point guards that were drafted. Oh yeah, they could have got some great value. That's all. That's my only perp. That's my only point. You got a guy who can't even do anything on offensive end. He's only defense. I just, I'm just looking at this. I'm looking at this right here. I'm looking at one through eight right now. I think it's gonna stay. And the only thing that I could see potentially happening is. Let me ask you a question real quick. We're talking about Miami. Changing. I get it. We're talking about Miami. I mean, I see Miami think, going down, but I, know, I don't see them falling out. Right now, look at the records. They won the same amount of game as Cleveland. Do you think that they go above Cleveland? 
Because if the only way I can listen to your argument is if you think that they can actually go above Cleveland in the, in the standings. Because then if you say yeah, then that means that yes, you think that they have the personnel on the floor. I if think you say no, then that's telling me they don't have personnel on well, the floor. Well, I'll be honest with you. I thought the top three teams right now were going to be the top three teams. I did too. Huh? I did. So, I don't. I mean, I think everybody else was fighting for but a top I thought, four. I thought but that Milwaukee would have been four. Do I think, yeah, I thought Milwaukee was going to be four. But do I think Miami would end the season better than Indiana, Indiana and Wizards and Sixers? No. I didn't think that because I thought the Sixers would have a, be better, and I definitely thought the Wizards would be better. But the Wizards, I, you know, forgetting that they're a Washington sports team, they always choke. Their problem is they're not. Chokes. Yeah, they're chokes. They're choking dogs, problem, as Kornheiser says. Those their problems are not. It's not. Dude, those they top. hate each other. Yeah, but they had a team meeting and walked out and says, "I can't stand them even more." But look, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing, right? Their problem is not the top eight teams. It's the bottom, what, five, six. Here's what I'm here's what I'm saying though. There is nobody up here that I see falling. Because I'll say right now, if it comes to Philly versus Detroit and they end up with the same record, Philadelphia has swept Detroit this year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's just I don't see any of these teams moving up. And now, here's the one wild card. If Kemba Walker goes to any of these teams, yeah. I see that. Yeah. If Kemba Walker goes to any of these five, whoever gets Kemba goes up. Yeah. Goes up. Yeah, I see that. But Let's the problem, and see, you know, I'll be honest with you, you actually know who has the best opportunity to take Kemba, cool. but can't do it because he just drafted a point guard. Cool. Sixers. Because remember, the whole thing with Kemba Walker, I mean, with the Hornets, is they want to get rid of Kemba and one of their bad contracts. Probably Jeremy Lamb or Batum. Yeah, Batum. Yeah. So the Sixers have the cat room to do all of that. Yeah. And all their old guys are assigned to short-term contracts. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But the problem is, you bring in Kimba, Kimba's your starter. Yeah, that's yeah, that's. The, and Markel Fultz is not. But see, I think the plan has always been for Markel Fultz not to play point guard, but play off guard. No, yeah, that was his. Yeah, that was his whole plan. And the other thing is, but see, you can bring in Kimba because you got JJ Redick now for twenty three million. And J.J. Redick only got a one-year deal. Yeah. You can bring in Kemba. You can. That's true. You heard it here first. The Sixers are going to trade something and something else for Kemba Walker, Batum, and we go into the finals to follow after my Philadelphia Eagles before, because it's championship city once again. Before we switch over to the Western <laughs> Conference, before we switch to the Western Conference, how crazy would it be if Cleveland traded Isaiah Thomas – Someone else for uh, for Kemba. I think Cleveland should trade Isaiah Thomas. Oh, they need to. He's on everybody before the year. He's a defensive liability. I everybody before the year. Doesn't matter if he gives you. Time. Here's the problem. LeBron has adjusted his game to the new basketball, in which you have all three point shooters. He's adjusted his game to that. The problem with that is is that now that he's made that massive adjustment, you can't have all bad defensive players. And that's what he has. And the problem is, and so now when you hear him talk about how he really wanted, when you hear it come out that he really wanted Paul George, stuff like that, then yeah, that makes sense. You get a defensive player that can shoot threes. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want that? Yeah. And is actually a guy who's giving you a hard time every time you played against him. So he challenges you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can't even guard that guy. Exactly. So I see that, 
But they do need to get rid of Isaiah Thomas because Isaiah Thomas is going to want a bag at the end of this year. Nah, he he don't want a bag. He want a purse. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, but I can't I can't give a guy who only plays one half of the sport good. Like even but Steph I mean, Curry's not a great defensive player, but Steph Curry is he's not the worst. That's no. the thing. Like Steph is underrated, but Isaiah Ka- Thomas is the worst defensive yeah, player in the in the league. And, and, and I mean, right now you see the reports going out that even on offense, there's problems with him running offense because he holds the ball too long. Exactly. But I, I mean, that's what he has to do to create a shot. Because I mean, you saw what happened when they played it was Toronto. Going to work from the Yo, beginning. They were smacking it out of the air. I didn't think it was going to nah, work. For I me knew either. it wasn't. I was hopeful it was work because I'm not a Kyrie guy, so that's part of my issue. And I'll admit that. Okay. I think Kyrie is a monster. Let me start by saying Kyrie's that. a dog. But I'm not a Kyrie guy because I don't like my point guard to dribble all day long. Call me old fashioned. Call uh, me. But if you look at Steph. Steph does not sit around and dribbling all Steph day is long. A different type of point guard. If you look at Russell Westbrook, he does not dribble Russell's all day long. John Wall, Paul. huh? Look at Chris Paul. He but he all day but he's changed his game. He still dribbles all day. No, long. he doesn't anymore. Harden last year, he dribbled all day. But long. they both changed their game. Kyrie does not change his game. Dribble, Look, dribble, 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 hey, dribble, number dribble, one dribble. in the Eastern Conference, say a lot, man. Dude, Without, bro, like a five game losing streak. Where is it? Oh, they just won one. They they're lost six, five straight. They're six and four in their last ten. But here's the thing, right? Everybody, than Cleveland's three and seven. Yeah, but everybody but no forgets. One in everybody the East forgets. Is better than the Sixers at eight and two. Everybody forgets that Boston team is not. The next year is not going to look like that. Yeah, you got Gordon Hayward. He's not going to be dribbling dude. the whole time. He's well, doing that out of over out of under, need over and under him coming back this season. They, I know they rolled him out, but he's already he's coming shooting. back. He's coming back. He's gonna come back. I think you gotta at least put him on your bench. He's gonna, yeah, he's for gonna the back. playoffs. Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna like back. even if somebody gets hurt. Yeah, he'll be ready. For I don't want to get minutes. I don't think you should get. I don't think you should go into a game minutes. planning to give him minutes. I think. But what I minutes. think you should do is, Look, if somebody gets hurt, that's what I'm having. Saying. That's a Rosier, Marcus Smart, and I'm not a Gordon Jaylen Hayward Brown, fan, but I am. Man. I am. Hey, yeah, you take a little, you get I a little. Hey, let's go on to the Western Conference. Yeah, because we got five. Um, percent on my battery left. <laughs> All right, real so quick, um, Western quick. Conference right now. So at five, you got the Thunder, six Pelicans, seven Blazers, eight Nuggets, Clippers are are currently what two games? What, what are they? Oh, two games, one and a half. one and a half out. Jazz are five out. Lakers are six and a half out. Memphis are seven and a half out. So. And Minnesota's at four. So looking at, let's look at five through nine or whatever that we looked at. I mean, no, I'm sorry, five through twelve. Twelve. Who do you do you see any of these teams going out? Depends. Only team I see going out is Denver. No, no, no. no. Here's the thing, right? But the thing is, I don't, I don't trust the Clippers. I don't trust the Jazz. The Lakers, no. It depends. All of that depends on what. Trade deadline because all three of those teams they are always aggressive, and not and not only that Portland could be looking to go sideways. Who did Portland? No, who did Portland? There's a rumor about Portland trying to get somebody. I can't think of it. They a couple people, but there's a big man. They, um, yeah, uh, was it Boogie? Not Boogie. No, it's uh, I can't think of who. But forget yeah. that. If Portland trades C.J. McCollum uh, because he's he's in some trade talks with them. That could move sideways. I want to trade him for J.J. Reddick. Denver 
has talked about <laughs> doing a Kimba deal. That can change things. I think LA Clippers have talked about DeAndre Jordan deal. I think that they fall completely out of it if they trade DeAndre Jordan. That's important and said that they want to get DeAndre okay. Jordan. So, I mean, you look at it, and then you got Utah. Now, Utah is in a pretty interesting position just because of how close they technically are. I don't think they get in. I don't think they go. I think, actually, the Lakers trump them right there. Let me ask but, you about this Lakers potential deal. Now, here's the thing. Now, that's what I was going to say. Now, the Lakers also have some potential there. If you trade for a veteran guy or you bring in McCollum there and you trade Jordan Clarkson. Well, that's the thing. It was Jordan Clarkson. Julius Randle, probably. And or somebody Larry else. Nance. For it was Jordan Clarkson and somebody else, I think, for Kevin Love. Yeah, I mean, look at that, right? So you I, do it. Let, let, now let's say, let's say you make that deal, right? Because they don't want to play Randall. Let's say you. No, they don't. And, and I get it. I, I think you should play hard. I think you might want to keep it. And look, now, like I said in the first one, I'm a Lakers guy. Yep. I like the Lakers. Now here's the thing: if you add Kevin Love and he plays like he played in Minnesota, and you got Alonzo running that point guard when he gets back. But here's can the thing. you see? Wait if a minute. You trade and get Kevin Love, and you have him now in Los Angeles. You've just lost the LeBron lottery. You might have lost. A, <laughs> now here's the thing, right? You might have lost the LeBron lottery, but you got Paul George. And I don't Paul know. George. He's talking real comfortable right now. Yeah, he's talking he comfortable like a year right now. Two of a marriage, man. That boy's yeah. sitting talking about she made good but, eggs. And, but everybody, you know. everybody remembers when uh, KD's like, you know, you're my little brother. And Whatever. He's talking. I mean, look, that's all I'm he's saying. talking relationship goals it's right now. It's business, man. It's business and money talks. We know. But that. which one can offer her the same money? But you got a different quality of lifestyle. And if Paul George is trying to be the superstar that he wants to be, he's not going to. He's got to hit a game winner. He, except he, in the okay. Gatorade commercial. And, and true. But, yo, he's not in the All-Star game. If you go to L.A., you're in the All-Star game. No, he's not. He, if he's he goes not. to L.A., he gets in there. Mm -mm. You know why? Why? He's going to get more votes, man. Them L.A. fans, yo, they got Kuzma in the top ten. And they got Lonzo in the top ten. But. Hold on. Lonzo was ahead of Dane. Where was the all-star voting? Because a lot, because you know, Whisper Cup actually got in it off the fan vote. Um, uh, Sixers um, point guard. What's his name? Can't Simmons? Name. Ben Simmons. Yeah. Ben Simmons got it on the fan vote. Yeah, he got he it didn't get in with the media vote no, and everybody. Didn't. So, I mean, there's, Paul, there's George, other Paul George is going to get in with the media vote when you start your team. Come on. It's, Who it's, you going to take away from all, all, all the all-stars that we announced? Who you taking away for Paul George? Dang. That, come on, man. That mean a little. You I'm can't. Dame. No, but see, there are two different positions. Dame's got oh, voted yeah, under right, the right. guards. The no, but but that's why it was so stupid that Russ said what he said because the Dame got in under the guards. Look, man. Here's what I'm saying. Here's All I'm saying is out in your forwards, LeBron James, Anthony Davis. Now you got to go to the West. You got to go to the West because you came in through the West. Remember? Yeah, the West. So out of your forwards. Draymond Green, Jimmy Butler, Joel Embiid—they got Joel as a, you know, as a forward—and um, Giannis. Oh, because they put all front court together. Yeah, when back court, all, front court together. Yeah. So Giannis, Joel, um, Joel Embiid, Jimmy Butler, and Draymond Green. Who you taking out? Oh no! Wait, 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 wait! Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's all of them. It's, so it's the West players. Yeah. So you got Anthony Davis, mm -hmm. Kevin Durant, mm -hmm. Lamarcus Aldridge. Kevin Love, oh no, Love, he Love makes East. he makes Love it East. he makes it over Lamarcus Aldridge. He makes it over Lamarcus Aldridge. Paul George Jimmy is a bigger Butler. name. No, Lamarcus Paul George is a bigger name, man. I'm sorry, dude. Lamarcus Look, Aldridge is having a better season though. 
Doesn't matter. You go to LA, he's gonna have a better season. Paul George have a better season. No, he won't. Well, hold on. So here's let's let's get back. Cause Papa Ball ain't gonna have it. <laughs> You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. He just wants them boys to win, and he wants them boys to play hard. I'm they sorry, don't. Coach Ball. Sorry. About but here's the thing, right? I think mentioning you know going back to the standings. I think depending on what team pulls off the best trade, you can get. Oh, one of those bottom teams in That trade deadline's going to be fun. It's going to be. It's going to be fun. And it's going to be fun. And this fun. is what the NBA has over the NFL. They make it fun, they man. Do. They do. I'm so, yo, I could talk about this all day. But we could talk to y'all all day. But let us know. You can call in on the Anchor FM um, forward slash RSTS yep. um, show. I mean, RSTS um, page. You can call in. We'll respond to you. Um Check out the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, um, I believe on um, Pocket Cast. I believe we're on Stitcher too. Um, check us out. Rate, review, leave a comment, tell your friends. It's greatly appreciated. We're going to try to. Alex, I mean, uh, Alex was a little bit sick. Um, so, you know, we, we back on our schedule. We're going to hit you up. The next podcast we're going to hit you up with is next week. Um, but definitely check us out. Um, you got any last things you want to mention? No, just, uh, you know, a lot of things coming. Um, the sports world right now, you know, you're seeing a lot of different things. Uh, we like got the an- XFL. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm just excited. Um, I'm excited to see what's going on. And I know you all are, too. So just keep tuning in. Uh, we appreciate everybody that uh, checks us out. Um, you know, just stay tuned. That's right. Stay tuned. All right, y'all. Until the next one. Peace.